Oh yeah, without a doubt. So all right, guys, we're gonna get into the fun segment, and you guys had a little time to think about it. What five fighters would you have on your side in the apocalypse if they were active UFC fighters and you had to go out there and you know defend your family? What five fighters would you pick? Ted, I asked you this question last night, and when you yeah. give your answer, I want to hear why. Like, why did you pick this person? Oh, oh, Eddie, I've got why. I've all got right. why right here. I'm gonna tell you. you. You want mine first? Um, yeah. Throw one fighter out there for us. Just one. Okay. Yeah, throw one and why? Okay. Top of the list. Number one is Tim Kennedy. Why? Because he is. Uh, he's a Green Beret. He's a sniper. He also he has training. He, I was listening to this. He. he He's not a ranger per se, but he has ranger training. I mean, he's basically he's a, he's a military badass, and he's also a, a survivalist. So he, um, you know, he know he can he can hunt, and he can grow crops, and that's so that's very important in in the apocalypse, right? Oh, that's huge. You, you, you've got to be uh, uh, what do they call that? Subsistence. You got to be able to provide your own food. You can't. You're not gonna be able to go to uh, the supermarket. And you got to be very food. frugal too. Right. So, you know, he knows how to operate uh, any type of gun, any type of um, bladed instrument. So Tim Kennedy's number one for me. I, dude, that's the number one person on my list, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, fighting is great, but th this guy, you know, is uh, Tim Kennedy has said, you know, fighting is his hobby. He's got he's got a um, he's got a business called Sheepdog Response, where he teaches law enforcement and also civilians on uh, it's it's like a crash course in in um, uh, shooting, and he, he mixes it in with MMA and some uh, like some philosophy. The, the the whole idea of the sheepdog. I don't, have you heard this the 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 philosophy of the sheepdog? No. Okay, the most people are sheep okay uh meaning that that uh and then there's the sheep dogs and those are the protectors okay and the sheep dogs protect the sheep from the wolves and the wolves are the bad guys so sheep dog response he's training law enforcement officers to you know um up their game in in uh in their duties as as uh you know protectors of society but also you know, uh, civilians like ourselves, you know, we have families to protect. Yeah. So trains civilians as well. So that's that's like his his love, his passion is that. And MMA is just his his uh, his hobby. Well, dude, he's, he's dealing at. with some crazy shit too. I heard with like uh, some some ISIS or whatever giving them death threats. But um, oh yeah, oh yeah, and he's like he's like come and get me. Yeah, dude, he's totally badass. It. And if you look at um some of his videos that he makes like on Instagram, he shows everybody like his arsenal of guns that he has, um his, his collection. And dude, he has some antique dude. I would not want to mess with Tim Kennedy. So that's a perfect person to put at number one for that space. Um, I also thought here, Ted, that you'd kind of want a bigger guy um on your team as well. Not only do you want like uh you know somebody like Tim Kennedy, but you want a bigger guy just in case uh you, you find yourself in a little trouble with uh with more than one person so i picked mark hunt i'd want mark hunt on my side there you go mark hunt yeah sure yeah and you said bigger guy what what if you need to deadlift something that's like 500 pounds not only that you want a bigger guy with cardio and that's another reason why i picked mark Hunt. i think he has great cardio 
Oh, okay. I was thinking about Brock Lesnar, but I feel like he's not too much of a team member. I think Brock Brock's not as much of a team member as Mark Hunt would be for uh for my squad at least. Brock's kind of out for Brock. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, we need you need team players. Uh, I agree with you. And yeah, Mark Hunt's gone five rounds before, right? So you wouldn't look at you look at the guy. You know, he's he's uh, he's a bigger dude. He's kind of um, he's carrying a little bit of weight, but uh, surprisingly, he has great cardio. I I, I like that. Uh, I didn't pick him for my team, but I like that. I like that selection. Hell yeah, brother! I put a little thought into it. A little, just a little bit of thought. Just a little bit. <laughs> little bit. Little bit. So who ranks as number two on Ted Squad? I had I had a heavyweight, uh, Stipe Miocic. Again, you know, I wanted a, wanted a bigger dude on the team, six foot four, two hundred fifty, you know, two forty five, two fifty. Uh, you know, if you need something, you know, you got to lift the back end of a truck or whatever. Yeah, he can do it for you. Hey, plus, Stipe. Yeah. Plus, he's funny. I like. If, if he you is saw funny. the last, yeah, you saw the, that last um, uh, embedded. Where he, he was he was just like hanging up on like stupid stuff. That's in my humor. That was his wife, right? He was he was picking up hanging up on his wife. She kept calling yeah, him back. Yeah, the guy and yeah, just like stupid, stupid humor. He'd call and be like, hey, "Hey, babe, guess what? You'll never believe this," and then just hang up. Yeah. So you know you're in the apocalypse. You're probably going to be holed up somewhere for a while. You want somebody that's going to lift your spirits. Stipe is the guy to do that. You know he he's the guy that, that that's that's going to keep you laughing. Plus he's got that. Uh, that raspy voice, um, you know, like people are calling him Stone Cold, Stone Cold Stipe, because he kind of sounds a little bit like Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, just without the Texas accent. But, um, you know, so so he's, he's an entertaining guy as well. And a lot of people would say that um, before this year, especially that they would never, you wouldn't hear, if we did the segment a year ago, you would probably have a different answer because this year Stipe has really come out to shine. Um, his real personality, yeah. we're, we're starting to understand who Stipe is. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Really coming into his own. Um, I, I, those embedded, that embedded series did a lot, I think, for him. Plus, fighting in front of Cleveland, you know, um, and just to see how much they appreciate him and how much he appreciates them, you know, that, that close relationship that he has. I was just, I saw something, I think it was, I don't know if it was on his Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Like he's like, if anybody sends me anything, um, you know, please, please send. I, you know, I, I read all the fan mail. Send it to me at, at the um, at his academy. I think it's strong style, in uh, in Ohio. Anyway, so yeah, what what do you have for number three? So number three, I thought it would be a good idea to bring a girl. <laughs> <laughs> You totally read my mind. That's exactly <laughs> what I have for number three. I got so, a woman. So I thought, what what better person to have in the pure evil army uh, soldier squad as Jessica Evil Eye? Oh, okay. All right. Evil Good Eddie choice. and nice. Evil Eye. I mean, come on. Ah, yeah. Um, maybe we can okay. make. Maybe we can even make a little guy. <laughs> we can have a little guy. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm again, getting too lonely, bro. I'm getting too lonely too quick, huh? <laughs> check it out, though, dude. No, I like the way you're thinking because we're talking about the apocalypse. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know who else is out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It could, it could be you that carries on the human race. And of course, we'd be rolling on our on our Harley Davidson, of course, in the front of the pack. Me, Jessica, Evil Eye. I got Mark Hunt. 
I got Tim Kennedy. Wait till you hear the rest of my crew. So it'd be up to you and Jessica to uh, to carry on the human race. I think I think you're up for the challenge. Oh hell yeah! So who <laughs> did you pick for your uh, your number three, Ted? I picked Misha Tate. Why? Because she's a sweetheart. She uh, is. She is. She's a sweetheart. She's tough. She's um, she's uh, she's a giving person. She's and a giver. She keeps it a hundred. She she's a giver. Like you know that like that that thing where the, the uh, she's the a nurturer. Girl... Yeah, she's a nurturer. Yeah. You know, the little girl broke her arm, and Misha Tate says, oh, I'll carry her down the mountain. I think we brought that up uh, on last week's show. We were talking yeah. about that. So there you go. So yeah. she's not out for Misha. She's she's out for the good of the group. And uh, and also, all right, you're going to call me a misogynist, but you know what? She's not that bad to look at, and Oof. dudes Oof. need to – you know, I don't want to just look at dudes. If I'm going to be in the apocalypse, <laughs> I don't just want to look at dudes. So there you go. And at least she enjoys hiking, we found out. She was hiking up that freaking mountain, and she can carry somebody on her back down it. So that's a good pick, Dad, uh, for number three. Um, yeah. Number four, I thought John Dodson would be a good person to have in there, to be a little sneaky. You know what I mean? In case I need supplies, I send John Dodson out. Oh, hey, that's good. That's a good one. I, I like that. I didn't think of that, that, that I would need a little guy. Yeah, come on. You know? I put a little thought, just a little bit of thought. Just a little bit. Guy. Yeah, he's like he's like a little ninja guy, you know. He he can he does all the parkour kind of stuff, yeah. you know. Yep. All right. Well, for me, here's here's one out of left field. Here here's a crazy one. I picked Patrick Cummins because he can make a good cup of coffee. All right. All right. There you <laughs> right? go. Right? Because he used to. Do, do you remember that story? He he was a, he was a barista. Okay. Yes. He was, okay. Yes. That's working, him. I love this story. He's he's working at a coffee shop, right? And his manager comes in, comes into the, comes into the coffee shop and, and says, "Yo, I got uh, was it Dana White? He's like, I got the I got the UFC on the line. I got the UFC on the line." And and uh, Patrick Cummins's manager says, "Get the hell out of here!" Right? Kicks the guy out. So the guy gets in his car. Drives around in the drive-thru. Cummins says, oh, can I help you? And the guy goes, the manager goes, here, talk to talk to the UFC. And he does. And then when he gets done with the phone, he says, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fight for sure. Gives the phone back. And then his manager at the coffee shop says, you're fired. What? Yeah. How? What? That doesn't even make, dude, I, what? What? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's. You know, I mean, but look at the opportunity. So you know this, I mean? this, hold on, this dude said no. He got into his car, drove through the drive-thru to Just give to him get the phone. access to, to, to Pat. Props to that dude. Props to that dude. Yeah, absolutely. That, so, that's your boy. That That's your boy right there for him to do that. And, and, and Pat Cummins is my boy because he can make a good cup of coffee. <laughs> that's important when you're waking up during the apocalypse, man. You want your fresh cup of joe. That's right. So that that's, right. that's a great one. So my last one, my fifth and final one to complete my squad. Um, yes. Cody No Love, I thought. Because I feel like if if I needed to go out, I'd want to bring, you know, not the smallest guy, not the biggest guy, but somebody who also has knockout power um, that might even have a little bow skill. I feel like Cody No Love is like the perfect, like, combat size. You know what I'm talking about? Like a right. combat. So I'd bring him out with me, um, Cody Nolove. That's my squad. So I got Tim Kennedy, Cody Nolove, 
Mark Hunt, John Dodson, and Jessica Evil Eye, Pure Evil Squad, what's up? All right. Okay, number five for me, Yoel Romero. First of all, <laughs> he's the best pure wrestler in the UFC, so I figure I could probably pick up some, a few, you know, get a few pointers from the guy. All right. Uh, he's fluent in Spanish. You never know when you might, that might come in handy. That's really, right? really important. Definitely. Right? Definitely. Um, also, he plays that weird, uh, that fluty thing. He, and you, did you ever see that? It was, it was a, it, it was an embedded. I think it was for before he fought in UFC the, 194. Did you like It looks like it, but it, it, it has a different sound. It kind of sounds like a trumpet, but it's like a, a wooden curvy instrument so he could entertain us with the with the with the with the flutey trumpety thing that's great you know yeah i so feel like he got, i feel like he would be perfect if you were like on an island too you know he just fits yeah. so we got some chat room uh chat room people that made some lists say, so ann has cowboy page mighty mouse ben rothwell and kane oh snap uh, Pat has uh, Tim Kennedy, Stipe, Jessica, Evil Eye, Nick Diaz, and Paige. Nice. Brooklyn's got John Jones, Wonder Boy, Stipe, Lawler, and Paige. Or, or he goes, Paige Cat or Paige for the Night. <laughs> yeah, I would. I could. I could go with Paige. Um, I, I would either Paige or Misha. That's a good. One. I forgot about Paige Van Zandt. You know, I was thinking about having Wonder Boy. I think uh, Brooklyn, you said Brooklyn had uh, Wonder Boy, John yeah. Jones, Bones, Stipe. Um, I like that list, Brooklyn's list. Um, Ann's list, of course, Cowboy. It was either a toss-up between Tim Kennedy and Cowboy for me. Yeah. Um, like, every person that you pick, you, you need to, like, think about what duty you would assign them. You know what I mean? Exactly. And they kind of ran neck and neck. Like, Cowboy... Um... He's like a thrill seeker, so so he would figure out like uh, like what kind of in your downtime, what kind of crazy games you could play. Like he would he would like oh, hitch up yeah. a rope. He would like hitch up a rope to something, and you know you'd have to swing on the rope. You know he would think up you know because he does the wakeboarding and the and and you know bull riding and whatever. So like he would figure out something crazy to do. Yeah, in the downtime. I like these lists I'm seeing. Kennedy, Stipe, Jessica Evil, and Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz would uh, would supply the weed. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not uh, complaining. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you know, you need to escape every once in a while and, and just, just relax. And so he'd be like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, man, definitely. There, when it came to girls, though, I was like, oh, man, I was starting to get greedy. I almost wanted to bring two of them with me. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, remember how you said uh, no Connor? And I agreed with you. Okay, so we talked about this last night. Um, and, and explain why we talked about uh, no Connor. We, we went anti Connor out here. We did. And I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the guy. But Connor's a one-man army. Like, exactly. Connor's out for Connor. Kind of like Brock's out for Brock, we just said. Ronda would be out for Ronda. Connor's out for Connor. Connor Connor's going to – he's going to be thinking, uh, you know, where, where is the, where's the money buried? I'm going to go after – I'm going to go on my own solo treasure hunt and find all the money. Oh, yeah. Him and D. Devlin would be out in a second. <laughs> you know, he, he's – yeah. I mean, 
let's face it, facts are facts. He'd be thinking of himself. He wouldn't be thinking about the group. You got to think about the group. Yeah, without a doubt here. And, you know, even over him, he's not a good team player either because I was thinking about having him. Mark Hunt was just the perfect guy to fit if, if I was bringing a bigger guy with me that had great cardio and just uh, a beast, a beast who's frightening to look at. Right. Yep. Yeah. If you, if you needed, if you needed something broken, he'll break it for you. Dude, we got some pretty intimidating, uh, in, intimidating uh, squads here. Yeah. I hope I hope you guys don't have to run into me and my squad, Dad. Oh, when Ann <laughs> says, "Yeah, um, Paige for the Karate Kid style." That's right. Cause she, she had that uh, that flying uh, switch kick. Yeah, imagine. Kick butt and have a dance off. That's it. Yeah, Paige. You know, if you want some entertainment, she could. She could do a Dancing with the Stars thing for you. Put Paige in like a little Tarzan dress? Dude, hell yeah. Right, though? You're in Apocalypse. You make her a little Tarzan dress. I pick that. No, no, she she looks like like a, the Dukes of Hazard girl. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, Daisy Duke. Daisy Duke. A mix between her and uh, Cindy Brady. <laughs> so, all right. So, that gets us into the end of the show. I'm Evil Eddie from Pure Evil MMA, ProWrestlingAuthority.com. Of course, this was episode number 14 of Evil Intoxicated. I'm going to pass the microphone over to Ted really quick to give any of our new listeners um, his tags. Yeah, just uh, hit me up on uh, Twitter, on uh, Facebook, and uh, YouTube. Ted Check, T-E-D-C-Z-E-C-H, like the Czech Republic. Um, although I'm told it's Polish, it's not It's not a Czech last name. Go, go figure. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Hit me up. Uh, leave a comment on any of my videos on on YouTube. Um, I will try to answer you. I, I try to answer as many as I can. Um, so much appreciated. Uh, all the support. Thanks very much, guys, uh, for tonight and for uh, for everything that you guys do for us. All right, and make sure you guys check out the podcast. It's going to be up on SoundCloud, and we will see you guys next week at the same time, 10 p.m. Eastern time. We're out, guys. 